0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Mark chapter 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, you are all wise. You have given us your wisdom and your word. We pray that we would understand. Especially these parables help us to put our mental effort into these things, to consider, to ponder. And most of all, we ask for your help that we would understand. We want to know you. We ask this through Jesus. Amen. Mark chapter 4. And again he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd was gathered to him so that he got into a boat and sat on the sea, and the whole crowd was at the sea on the land. And he began to teach them many things in parables, and he was saying to them in his teaching, Listen! Behold, the sower went out to sow. And it happened that while he was sowing, some seed fell on the side of the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Another seed fell on the rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up at once, because it did not have any depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and because it did not have enough root, it withered. Another seed fell among the thorn plants, and the thorn plants came up and choked it, and it did not produce grain. And other seed fell on the good soil and produced grain, coming up and increasing, and it bore a crop, one-thirty and one-sixty and one-hundred times as much. And he said, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, those around him together with the twelve began asking him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been granted the secret of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, everything is in parables, so that they may look closely and not perceive, and they may listen carefully and not understand, lest they turn and it be forgiven them. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones beside the path where the word is sown, and whenever they hear it, Immediately Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. And these are like the ones sown on the rocky ground, who, whenever they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves but are temporary. Then when affliction or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among the thorn plants. These are the ones who hear the word And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word and it becomes unproductive. And those are the ones sown on the good soil who hear the word and receive it and bear fruit, one-thirty and one-sixty and one-a-hundred times as much. And he said to them, Surely a lamp is not brought so that it may be put under a bushel basket or under a bed, is it? Is it not so that it may be put on a lampstand? For nothing is secret except so that it may be revealed, nor has become hidden except so that it will come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, Take care what you hear. With the measure by which you measure out, it will be measured out to you, and will be added to you. For whoever has, more will be given to him. And whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And he said, The kingdom of God is like this, like a man scatters seed on the ground. And he sleeps and gets up, night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He does not know how. By itself the soil produces a crop, first the grass, then the head of grain, and then the full grain in the head. But when the crop permits, he sends in the sickle right away, because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or by what parable can we present it? It is like a mustard seed that when sown on the ground, although it is the smallest of all the seeds that are on the ground, but when it is sown it grows up and becomes the largest of all the garden herbs, and sends out large branches, so that the birds of the sky are able to nest in its shade. And with many parables such as these he was speaking the word to them, as they were able to hear it. And he did not speak to them without a parable, but in private he explained everything to his own disciples. And on that day, when it was evening, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him along as he was in the boat, and other boats were with him. And a great storm of wind developed, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already being filled with water. And he was in the stern, sleeping on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, is it not a concern to you that we are perishing? And he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Be quiet, be silent. And the wind abated, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you fearful? Do you not yet have faith? And they were terribly frightened and began to say to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. Well, that's a reading. Let's dig in. Chapter 4 has several parables, but I think it is important to remember the context. In chapter 3, we have Jesus' family not believing in him and thinking he is out of his mind. We have the scribes going further and saying he has a demon. and We have crowds who are listening to Jesus. We have a variety of responses. And the first parable helps explain that. Jesus says in the parable of the sower that there is different types of ground, but only one type produces fruit. Verse 9 says, And he said, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. So some people have ears to hear and some don't, apparently. The disciples ask about the parables and Jesus tells them, To you it has been granted the secret of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside... Everything is in parables, so that they may look closely and not perceive, and they may listen carefully and not understand, lest they turn and it be forgiven them. So, Jesus is saying, there's people who will not understand these parables. Jesus explains the first parable and says, Do you not understand this parable? And how will you understand all the parables? Good question. It's going to take effort, apparently, ears to hear. So because of Jesus' explanation, it's clear that different people respond differently because their hearts are different. The one that Jesus is looking for is the one that bears fruit. And Jesus tells the parable of the lamp. The point is that lamps are to give light. I think he is saying that the parables are meant to give light but we're going to have to put in some effort to hear and to see. He tells another parable about seed, and this time the point seems to be that the man doesn't know the inner workings of how the seed produces fruit. He just knows that it will. So, he puts in the effort. I think in the context, the point is we don't know how God works in our lives to produce fruit, but we know that he will. So, we just have to put in the effort ourselves. It reminds me of 1 Corinthians 3, 6. Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing it to grow. And the parable of the mustard seed focuses on how small the seed is and what a big plant it produces. then at the end of the chapter, we have Jesus calming the storm. And I notice Jesus says, why are you fearful? Do you not yet have faith? And now for a deeper dive. Jesus says more than once in this chapter, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. The point is not just to listen, but to think about these things. Jesus intended us to put in some effort to understand the parables. So let's think about the parable of the mustard seed for a minute. One commonality between this and the first parable is seed. Most people see the connection immediately and think mustard seed means the same thing as seed in the first parable. But the point of the first parable is fruit. No fruit is mentioned in the parable of the mustard seed, only large growth. It ends with birds nesting. In the first parable, birds are not a good thing. So, I'll give you another thought for what this may mean. But don't just assume that I'm giving you the right understanding think about it. We may think we can allow small sin in our lives, or even somewhat useless things that aren't immediately harmful. But watch out. Before long, it is taking over the garden, and we have birds nesting in the garden of our hearts. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible software.